0: Steeler fans, this is behind the still current editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again on a Tuesday night with another episode of The Scobro Show. Here we are, and he's back with me as always, my big brother Rich. Rich, you've got the you've got the technical difficulties taken care of, and you are here. Yeah, we were it's both difficult. having technical,
1: both <laughs> having technical difficulties tonight.
0: Yeah, um, I had the issue. Guys. Um my, it wasn't picking up my mic, it wanted to go through the computer, but uh, I got that fixed, and then you were dealing with stuff. Um, but but you made it, you're here, you're
1: back. back you're home. back.
0: Yeah back home.
1: And unfortunately, the only thing I'm you know, last week I was breathing in the nice salt air. This week, all I'm breathing in is the stink of that game for months from Sunday. Well, so it's obvious that the Pittsburgh Steelers
0: pay attention, they watch the show, they're big fans, they love being part of the family, and they say, you know what? Big Bros on vacation. Maybe we should take a week off as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it
1: was. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to tell a story. Um, you haven't heard this story, but you might know part of it. Jeff Hartman told part of this story. I alluded to this story some in my Stat Geek episode, which was actually this morning. My whole day has been off because it was Tuesday morning Stat Geek rather than Thursday morning Stat Geek because Jeffrey Benedict is dealing uh, with a family situation where he had to travel Um and therefore, he wasn't going to be here. So we just swapped days for this week. That's not a permanent thing. It's just what we did this week. Uh, Jeffrey will be back, as far as we know. Or that's the plan for the Know Your Enemy podcast tomorrow night. But um, it was he wasn't going to he wasn't back in time to do his show. So I've I, I've been off with everything with that. But that this whole game was off for me. It, it's my fault. Everything was my fault because Good. the game was Your never. Fault. Never what it was supposed to be, okay? And and here's why. Um, I check early in the week because I always want to see if I get the Steelers game. And the way to do it is, you know, I bring up the TiVo. I go through. I, I've got two CBS stations. So I bring it up to where I can see both of them. I move all the way to Sunday, and I want to see. Sometimes if they haven't announced it yet, it will just say, Teams TBD, and I got to wait. Um, or I see what games are scheduled for my area. And what, and I'm like, oh, man, the Ratbirds are playing Sunday night. I'm going to get the Steelers game. No, because – and I I said it on this show last week. I said it on other shows. I was so bummed because it's in Washington, and Washington was on CBS. Now, I get two two CBS stations, a Washington and a Baltimore, and they both had that game. So I'm like, great. Like people – everyone's both – people want to see that game but i also understand and you know if you can get one or the other you're not going to watch the the washington one most people unless you're a diehard washington fan there's some of them out there but i think all of them Sticks. might have been at the game <laughs> i think all of them might have been at the game there's so, six of them uh, cuz i have a friend from college who is and he was actually at the game so so i that's how i operated I double checked when I do the article for how to watch on Friday morning. I checked. I, I, I put the, the distribution map link. Jeff does that as an entire article for Sunday morning, where he puts the map in an article. And it said in my area, I got the Washington Tennessee game. So I go through my normal Sunday morning routine. It seems like because every Sunday game, I've had to travel to one Jefferson Hartman's house. So it takes about sixteen minutes. Who's, or who's so, house? Yeah, I said Je- Jefferson Hartman's house. No, Jefferson Bartholomew Thank you. house. Thank you. Go. Okay, so you know, go going through my whole nor- normal routine: up early, early service at church, get home to do the to do the um, uh, inactives list, uh, get that all done, eat some lunch to to head over to Jeff's because trust me, there's there, there's no food going on at the Hartmans for for a game. Um. I get there about three or four minutes before kickoff. That's generally about when I show up. I get in. I put my computer on. I don't even open it up. Jeff's bringing the game on, and it's a black screen. And it says, this game is not available in your area. Oh. <laughs> on his direct TV Sunday ticket, it says that it's blacked out. So we're like, uh, did they switch to where it's it's on CBS? You know, Jeff goes to the main CBS station, which is out of D.C. They don't have it. They have the Washington game. Well, because the cable network gets both of those channels, I get both of those channels. But Jeff through DirecTV, he only gets the D.C. channel. DirecTV had some kind of glitch where they said that it was local and therefore Jeff could not get it through Sunday ticket, which he could not. So what's the point of Penn spending all that money for Sunday ticket? Jeff went off on this a little bit on his winners and losers and things like that with Let's Ride. So there we're like so, uh,
1: direct TV was a loser.
0: The Direct TV was a loser. Okay. So we're like, uh, what's going on? So I called Brian. He's like, I've got the game. It's on channel like 704 or something, whatever the whatever the, the um Sunday ticket channel was. But for Jeff, it said no. Brian doesn't live very far from Jeff. So I'm saying, Jeff, we got to go to Brian's. We got to go to Brian's. Jeff just freezes. (laughs) He doesn't know what to do. I have an app on my phone that, so this is a Steelers story. It has to do with the Steelers That that has like all the radio stations for the Steelers and their, and the team that they play that you could click on to listen to it. The problem is the app is old and outdated. It, it still has the Steelers 2020 schedule. So I'm looking at the Steelers Giants and still drawn through the Steelers station. So I, I bring it up. I've got the radio one. Jeff turns it to red zone. We get a cut away for on the red zone channel to see a 98 yard touchdown. So Jeff and I we're not settled in, ready for kickoff, feeling like it's a game. I never sat down. I never sat down. Um Cause I'm trying to get this figured out and there, there, and there we are. We're, we're seeing a 98 yard touchdown. I had no idea how it was getting there. We're finally on the radio to then listen to the ensuing kickoff. So we're like, um, Jeff, what are we doing? Are we going to Brian's? You want to go to my house? Well, because, Oh, I forgot. Because before I called Brian, I called my wife and said, uh, can you check both channel, um, eight Oh nine and 813 to see. Cause that's my high def channels. If the Steelers are on, and they were on in the bottom on the Baltimore station sometime late Saturday or early Sunday. They switched which game they were showing. I had no idea. My DVR even picked it up. It was DVRing it. So I'm like, Jeff, what are we doing? What are we doing? He's like, I don't know what I can do right now. I have to t- I have to do this article that's the in-game updates. I'm like, Jeff, I'll turn the hotspot on my phone. You can have your laptop on in front of you. You say so you have internet. We can listen to the game. Let's go to Brian's go, to my, whatever my house, whatever you want to do. Brian's missing part of the game because he's trying to frantically clean up his house in case we show up. I can't get Jeff to tell me what's going on. And finally, I just make an executive decision. I said, I, I said to my daughter who had gone with me, so so she could spend time with with Jeff Stars. I'm like, we're leaving. I said, got to go home and get the game. Um, I mean, I I wasted uh, I I wasted a too much time just standing there waiting for Jeff, who had no clue what to do. So. I went to leave. Then all of a sudden, um, uh, Jeff's daughter comes out and says, oh, your daughter can stay. Uh, we'll we'll bring her home because I think our, if you're going to your house, my dad's going to come to your house. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm just going home because I need to be around to do stuff. So I come home. I finally get here. I'm listening on the, on, on the radio on the way here. I know you haven't talked for a while, but I, you're just listening. Are you enjoying this story so far? You don't know. It's
1: a, it's a typical Dave story.
0: <laughs> but... On the way home, I get a phone call. And I know if I get a phone call or a text because this app is so old, I can't get it to work for another 10 minutes. Even if I shut it down, I have to like turn my turn my phone off and let it reset for five minutes for that app to work. So I'm like, great. Well, who's calling me? It's Brian Anthony Davis. So I'm like, Brian, you screwed up my radio feed. You've got to give me play-by-play until I get home. So instead of listening on the radio, I'm getting the Brian Anthony Davis commentary for the game. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So then I get home. I rush in. And, I mean, my wife isn't thinking about turning the TV on and already have it there so I can rewind it at all. She didn't think of that. And I didn't ask her to. But I I, I turn the game on. I'm set up. I'm ready to go. What Brian gave me as a play-by-play was their good field goal. Like I was still with Jeff's for the blocked field goal. Um, I was still with Jeff's for the for the Steelers, for the Steelers field goal. Just waiting for him to make a decision of what we were gonna do. So finally I get here, I get set up and said, Jeff, I'm taking over your article. Go to Brian's, come here, whatever you're gonna do. So I take over, write the article, and then he finally comes here. Jeff here, sitting here, and I got to thinking as the game starts getting out of hand, I'm like, we should have gone to Brian's said, how much you want to bet they take this game off? (laughs) When Chris Chris Boswell missed the field goal at the end of the third quarter, they took the game off. Nice. (laughs) That was my day. So not only did the Steelers suck it up, everything about it went bad. So that's why I was real. I was not myself probably in the post game show. I was just so frustrated with everything about the game. You know, that would have been like showing up to the game to watch it at the stadium to find out that you don't have the tickets, you know, or, you know, or, you, or, or, or somebody stole your tickets and you can't get in or, you know, from, from with the way they do it now, electronically, it's a lot less likely to happen, but I've known people, um, who was it? Was it, um, who was it that was at the game? I can't remember if it was Steeler tank the one time, if it was Tyler W. Um, when we saw there was someone, a BTSC person who you know, regular that was at a game and said, yeah, uh, we went to scan our tickets and here, here, they said they had already been scanned. That's where there was a while people were scamming and they were, they were selling their paper tickets, but yet still going early and using their electronic tickets. And, but luckily the Steelers made it right and gave them, gave them, gave them seats in the stadium and everything. Um, yeah. So I had to listen to the fourth quarter. <laughs> um, And but we'll tell you one thing. At halftime, at halftime, Jeff and I tried to watch a fast a quick fast forward version of what we missed in the first quarter. We made it through part of it. (laughs) Oh
1: my goodness. Let me just say that in the end, (sighs) you and Jeff we're the lucky ones.
0: we were the lucky <laughs> ones. Not when you're trying to cover the game for the website. So, uh, yeah. So that was that was a very
1: interesting time. You Because, because I think I said in my knee-jerk reaction, mm-hmm. do I really have to sit around here and watch the rest you of this? You
0: did, game? and I thought of that. But I didn't get to reach out to you during the game to make sure knee-jerk was okay. I was just yeah. doing my best to try to help with editing that at the last minute. It was just everything about that game for me, was terrible. The, the game itself and everything surrounded with having to try to watch and cover the game was
1: just well, awful. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. The, the, Dave, it really wasn't for you, though. Okay? <laughs> because that game was terrible after third and ten at the Buffalo two-yard line. Yeah. Right after that, That was it. But that play went for 98 yards. They're not even to the end zone yet. And I was like, well, so much for this game. Yeah. And a few other choice words that ran through my head that I won't mention on a family show. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll
0: be honest with you. So that play happens. And I'm not watching the game and i'm thinking to myself you know one bad busted play if the steelers can shake it off and if they come out and just and just get in a rhythm you can shake off one big bad play because the steelers have been the other team in that in, in, in that scenario before you know i mean look at their last playoff game they scored a defensive touchdown They had been they had been shutting down Kansas City and scored a defensive touchdown. And you know what? They persevered. But you know, a lot of people would say, Well, that's because they're Kansas City, and that's not Pittsburgh. That's not Pittsburgh right now either. But I mean, you could overcome that. They fumble the kickoff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is getting out of hand quick. But then they block the field goal. And you could go right back to say, you know what? This is nothing more than an opening possession touchdown. And now the Steelers need to respond. And they march down the field and have to settle,
1: ha- have to settle for a field goal. Yeah. Well, after the fumble kickoff, that's when Kyle had some stuff he was going to do in his in his new role Mm -hmm. now that golf season is over for kyle Mm -hmm. kyle goes into the next season where kyle is serving as as student assistant coach Mm -hmm. for the basketball team Mm -hmm. and he had something they have a golf tournament later this week and he was going with the with the head coach and they were going over to work on signage and stuff and when pierre fumbled the kickoff kyle was like well, I've seen enough. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, Kyle bailed early, but he I, bailed early.
0: Yeah. There was, it's funny because when you look back, cause I, you know, I, I, I do the game changing moment and I, I still say people, <laughs> I, I kind of made fun of people on, um, on stat geek. i like sarcasm and humor is good, but not when you're the 87th person to do it, you got to be first or you got to let it go because everyone's going to say, oh, the game-changing moment was the coin flip. I'm like, yeah, that w- that joke was funny the first five times I saw it, but not next, the next 38. But the thing that they forget is the Steelers won the coin flip. Are you saying that if they would have, you know, if they'd have lost it, I, it would have even made more sense. But they didn't. They won the coin flip. And then they, 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 they stuck him at the two-yard line and stopped him for two plays. And that wasn't enough. But... Yeah, that that team is something, and the Steelers are not. Now we're going to talk about. Got to get to some news and everything because I want to come back uh, uh, to a few things from that game. But the 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 title of the show is is I I, I got to find it again. Where'd it go? Uh, the title of the show is the Steelers need to get it together in more ways than one. That's a reference to the organization is in kind of a disarray right now. And they've been in disarray for a couple months, not from they're a football hot. standpoint. Even. Yeah,
1: Go ahead. they're a hot mess. Yeah. Hot mess is the word I to mean, describe it.
0: During training camp, they were constantly putting out press releases that they were going to have um, press conferences live on their so- live on the website, on their social media, YouTube. And then they wouldn't be there. They just wouldn't have them covered. This is the second Mike Tomlin press conference they have completely botched, and as I said in the press conference recap, I couldn't say if I couldn't tell if Mike Tomlin was saying Pittsburgh Steeler, Steelers or Do, or Dory Abagato. I, no, I messed up the words um, because he sounded like a robot. Then they cut the feed. I had to piece together four different sections of that of that press conference in order to try to cover it. Um, they can't get that right. You had the clerical error to start, which I still don't believe was was completely intentional, or at least the timing of correcting it. They've had a bunch of clerical errors ever since. You can't. They'll give press releases that you can't trust. You can't trust. And I say I feel bad for Bob Labriola, works for the Steelers. Trust the numbers that they give him, only to find out that they gave him the data from twenty twenty one. I mean, there are so many things going on organizationally in that front office that is an absolute mess. And you expect every and you expect it to then just be fine when they go out on the field. It you know, it kind of starts from the top down. I'm gonna call them out. AR two, get your front office together, get all those things working in that aspect together, get your coaching staff together and get your players together. Get the, your tech folks together, like get get it together. It's got it it's just it's just absolutely crazy. Okay. I boy, boy, do the Steelers You're, miss Dan.
1: Right, right. Yeah. You you want to say hey hey there too. Hey two. What are you doing? Yeah. Come <laughs> into the brands.
0: Yeah. I mean I uh, I I mean they're they're those kind of front office things are are, are bad. The stuff going on with just everything just seems like it's in it's in disarray, and when you have things that are not, what's the way to say it? The words suddenly escaping me. You know, if you're not going to be very concise with things in the office, how do you expect you know concise things on the field?
1: No, 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 no not not concise. Okay, give um, me the better word that I'm missing. You, actually, I think you want. I think you want precise. Precise. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, if if we're not paying attention to the details in the front office and, and, you know, and I'll say the PR group and the media side of things, you know, if the product's not good there, should we be that surprised then that the product's not good on the field? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... If, if we that's can't... That's what we've even, said about the Browns for years. If we can't <laughs> even run a proper, you know, working press conference. Yeah.
0: I now know the word I was going to say. It okay. wasn't a word. It was a phrase. Attention to detail.
1: That's what I just said.
0: Yeah, I know. That's the word okay. I was trying... That's what I was trying to say before. Yeah. If you don't have any attention to detail with the other things that you're going to do, I mean... It's it, it's kind of like if you've got a shoddy facility, it's it's kind of hard to inspire the team to play better. In all honesty, they they say it about free agency and everything else. Like, wow, this is a great. And I'm not saying the Steelers have a shoddy facility, but that's just I'm just using an analogy. So that's why I'm like the Steelers. They need to get this together more than just on the field. They you know, and, and you don't know what's going on in the meetings and everything else. But they there's just a lot of things right now with the Steelers that have that have frustrated me, and then I had the whole debacle that had nothing to do with the Steelers, but it was more a combination
1: of CBS slash Directv. <laughs> oh, hey, go up towards the top and pull up that comment because that's another one we probably need to bring up and make sure everybody. Oh, wants to we pull got up. a super chat.
0: Yeah, 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 no, yeah.
1: Not that one? No, I mean just the top of what's on the screen now. Oh, I don't know what's on the screen. Your screen from, now from uh, from from Steeler chick.
0: From Steeler Chick. All right, I'm looking for. Sorry, Rich have it.
1: Okay. Oh, the the Cam retweet. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Steeler Chick. Yeah. So, um. I think I saw Tyler W. Some saying that he rescinded that. Wasn't so much that he rescinded that. He clarified what happened. Yeah. Did you see that? That he clarified but, what happened?
0: Like some people are like, oh, that it was that it, that it. To me, I wouldn't call it a, a, a. I've I've accidentally hit like as I'm scrolling with my thumb on something. But my thing is, is like out of every, out of any tweet to
1: ever hit that button, it's going to be the one. Ooh, didn't yeah. didn't you see what Cam ended up putting putting out about that? Okay. He said, please, "Please disregard that last retweet. Mm-hmm. It was a butt tweet."
0: Yeah, that's what he. That's 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 what he said. But I'm like, that's the one time that's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be on that. But to me, I could have seen where maybe Cam wasn't thorough when he just read the part about where it was praising him for his effort, which was pretty amazing. Man, I'm trying to find the super chat. I know we had one. It was
1: but I'm, way. It was way up there. I know. Was, I'm gonna have. And to, I even. I, even uh, know I know, gave Sean it. The man, Sean and two bucks. Yeah.
0: He okay, says Sean. if we get number one pick, trade back, get players, um, uh, uh, get players around eight. Trade back. Yeah. Right now it's. They put out a thing that where would the, if the season ended today, where would what would the draft order be? Uh, the Steelers were third. Okay, that's where they were. Um, hey, yeah. look,
1: it, it's one of those dependent on if the Steelers really look and figure out the things they need to do, and if they're in that top part of the draft. I yeah. think they should, you know, and they're not feeling they need to go try to get a franchise quarterback. Yeah. I'd love to trade back. Trade back like a first and a third this year and like a second next year or something like that. But I don't want to go that
0: minute. You start talking about the Steelers in a good draft pick. They they, they'll take it. They'll they'll, they'll
1: take take it up and
0: start and turn it around to eight and eight and just miss the postseason. Oh yeah. I'm I'm talking back to, to, um, uh, what year was it? It was when I first started. Was that 20, was that 2013? Le'Veon Bell's rookie year. When they started 0-4. And, and and remember, a ton of things had to all happen in the early window and they all happened. And then all they needed was for for Kansas City um to 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 beat San Diego, because it was San Diego at the time. And Kansas City arrested 21 starters and still had a chance to win it and and suck up, missed the field goal. Anyway, we don't need to relive that. But that's that's the thing. There's been a number of times with the Steelers were in line for a, a a really high draft pick, made a run late in the season. Um, to where they didn't. They're good. They're, they're not going to be thinking about draft pick next year when they get into their final games. They're not. Nope. week by week, maybe week by week. You can't get you, you can't get to nine wins until you get win number two. Okay. And I'm not saying this is a team that's going to get to nine wins. I want them to because I actually have a, a wager on the over of an eight and a half. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying that you, you can't you can't win five games until you, until you win your second one. Because you, you already got one. You got to win the next one. Um, and I'm not saying win the next game they play, they got to get their next win somewhere. Yep. Um, hopefully it's the next game they play. But I want to ask you this. Some things really do have me frustrated. And, and as people know, I, being a former coach, I don't lay everything on the feet of the coaches. But I also don't resolve them of all responsibility. And just because I think that there's things that they need to do or do better, or it's not, or simply it's just not good enough, um, doesn't mean that I, as, you know, some people think as soon as you say something critical about a, a coach, you want them fired. And that's not what I'm saying. You know, and I'm not saying that I don't want them fired. I'm just saying that's if the Steelers had, I'll ask you this because this is what we're I not said. talking personnel moves, we're critiquing. Yeah. If if the Steelers could make one major change of personnel or one firing of their coaching staff i would and it would fix everything i would be on board with that but is that really what needs to happen in order for them to go from a one and four team to a team that's going to go out and beat these teams
1: well no for the same yeah. reason is <laughs> that you look at the game yeah. from sunday and you say yeah. well where did the steelers lose it well they lost it here 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 and it, it, You know, it's like it wasn't – this wasn't a game, and it's like fix one thing and we're good. That's what Coach Tomlin talked about today. It was It was (laughs) so – I mean, it was just so Mm -hmm. poor in different areas that it's just like, you know, when when I look at some of the things that were wrong, I look at the next upcoming games, and I'm like, you know, there's no time to to fix – everything. I hope they pick a couple things and try to write those and then pick a couple more and try to write those because that's...
0: Yeah. Coach Tallman said today, you can't get this all back on track in one game. It didn't get there in one game and it's not going to get fixed in one game. You can't fix it all. You can't look at everything that went bad and everything that went wrong in Buffalo and think, okay, we're going to fix all of this next week. You can't. You've got to pick the most important things to fix and fix them this week and hope that it's enough to get you a victory. And then you look at other things from this coming game and that you still need to fix from this past game and fix those and fix those and 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 fix those. Okay. And I agree with you, Tyler, right there, because this is something that I've been there. Tyler hey, W two dollars the tip got something to say about that. He says, Can we talk pick it and not picks, please? I don't I know people hey, want to ask about next year's draft. I'm not ready to talk let, about it
1: let yet. Let me tell you what we need to talk about with Pickett. If you haven't gone over to the website behind the your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Woo! If you haven't gone over there and looked at KT Smith's breakdown of Kenny Pickett. Go look You're at You're missing it. something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Chizap nailed it. You know, it was like, that was a really good article and it was a really good breakdown. And it was really neat to hear this from a guy who is a coach and is trying to look for some of those same things in high school players, you know, um, and for him to then take that and break down, pick it. And some of the good things we saw from him, um, if you haven't, if you haven't checked that out, go over to the website and check that one out.
0: Yeah, we've got $2 from Russell Schwartz. We'll bring it up even. It says Fire Canada ASAP. And is that really going to help Kenny Pickett right now?
1: Actually, it doesn't help anybody because what what we we fail to understand is, well, let me put it this way. Russell, I'll agree with you, okay? What's ASAP? ASAP stands for as soon as possible. When's When's it possible? As soon as possible time? (laughs) Probably after the last game of the season. Yeah. Yeah, because good way to put it. It, I don't think is Matt Canada the person as much of a problem with the Steelers offense as Matt Canada's scheme. We're going to get to that. His actual offense and and the plays.
0: Yeah.
1: If it's the plays, then it does no good to get rid of him. Yeah. Because you're not changing the entire playbook in the middle of the season
0: you can you tweak it. it, but it's not going to be an overhaul.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so I, my thing is, is, as a lot of people have brought up, um, you know, other Pittsburgh media and things of that nature. If you know, it, it's kind of like keeping Jordan Berry when Chris Boswell was struggling, do you, with Boswell struggling, did you really want to replace the holder? And it's not that Pickett is struggling, but if Kenny Pickett is is just getting into, you know, he had three and a half games which with which he didn't play to get, you know, ready to to come in. Now he's coming in. He's been doing all this stuff, learning all this stuff, working with the offensive coordinator to then to to then be ready for what to do next, and what's. Then, then if you were to say, oh, we're going to put you in, you're in a rough, he was already in a rough enough spot going in and having to go into Buffalo to play there. Now let's rip out the, you know, the offensive coordinator, because do they really have something better? Because guess what? Coach Sullivan was not a good offensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't know that they have anything better They They might just have to embrace the suck for now, <laughs> you know? Well, like I said in my stat geek, the thing that I said is like, uh, it, it was my my ongoing line is, the Steelers can't go back and unsuck against the Bills. You know, they, they did. You, you can't go back and change that. So you, you just kind of got to embrace the suck and learn from it and go on. Matt Canada's just got to do a better job. And if doing a better job means letting other people come in. And I mean, the Steelers have have tweaked responsibilities during the season yes. um, in the past. So if that's, if he's really the problem, I see them tweaking things in that way. But I don't see a firing midseason because I don't know what they're going to do to replace him. And what do you know? Then they turn around and fire him and, and have a plan for replacing him. But I'm like, unless you don't fire unless you have a plan ready to go of how you're going to finish out the season. You've got to have the plan in place before you can do it.
1: Yeah. Otherwise it looks even worse. And then whoever's doing the firing and then it looks worse typically ends up getting fired. And then
0: if Kenny Pickett doesn't play well. Oh, that's what you get for uh, firing your offensive coordinator during the season. You know, it's basically a no win situation right now. But you know why? You know why it's a no win situation? Because the Steelers have no wins in the last four games. That's why. (laughs) Thanks me, Joe. $2 into the dip jar. He says, can we bury the, is it bury or bury? (laughs)
1: It's Barry, isn't it? Can, can, can we now, Jordan Barry? The, oh, I mean, the <laughs> it's was it's for, Mitch that theory was for you, Jefferson. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I'll be honest with you. Kenny Pickett does bring something else that Mitch Trubisky doesn't. But the whole idea, which I get exactly what you're saying, mean Joe, is that oh, if Kenny Pickett was the starter, this team suddenly is going to be absolutely amazing. You know, can. Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky did not give up a 98-yard touchdown to start the game. They didn't open fumble the opening kickoff. You know, they didn't, you know, give up 500 yards. But at the same time, what was really a big killer for the Steelers team in that game were those, you know, they 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 have a nice drive. They couldn't finish it off. Would have been great if they did. They never scored again. And they went three straight three and outs after that, where you had to keep pace with that great Buffalo offense. Was it was it on Kenny Pickett? Was it on Matt Canada? You could say Matt Canada and the play calls or everything are terrible, but even if the calls aren't great, the team could still execute them better. Correct. You know, you don't, it, It's funny people hate it when they hand off to Najee Harris for one yard on first down. But they love it when they hand it off to Najee Harris on first down and he rips off twelve yards. Yeah, you know, there's the difference between those two plays, execution, execution. So it's you know it it's bad when it doesn't work, and when it and when it does work, man, man, look at what these players can do. So I want to bring up
1: something because, so so, uh, okay, go ahead um again i'm gonna i'm gonna push it one more time on thanks being joe on his super chat was was the yes i was never necessarily 100 percent on that bandwagon to begin with being joe the the it's mitch theory Mm -hmm. other than i wasn't liking some of the basic fundamental things i was seeing for mitch which i mentioned on the podcast here before Mm -hmm. and if you go and look at kt smith's article on Pickett you'll see it actually will show some of those same exact type of things I was talking about that I wasn't liking from Mitch that I was actually seeing from Kenny Pickett in the game the other day.
0: Yeah. So. See, it's funny because thanks me, Joe said, you know exactly what I'm talking about, Dave. I like Pickett too. I just got a little old hearing Mitch taking all the blame um, yeah. on the early. Yeah. Same here. I'm like, he wasn't playing that bad. He wasn't the reason for the losses, but he wasn't really doing anything special. And like you said, some things in there—the throwing off the bat. the thing that bothered me was it seemed like he was. I said safely a quarter second, probably closer to a half second late on so many things. It seemed being that late seemed indecisive to to me with with Trubisky, and I and I and I don't get that same same feeling there. Here's here's one. Zock hey, says, hold,
1: "Hold on, okay, go ahead." I got another one that just something I wanted to bring up because it came up. I'll come back kind of right, right after Mean Joe's uh, super okay. chat. Uh-huh. Je- Jeff Comben on um, Facebook had asked, How do I donate? Because he's, he's seeing us pull up these super chats. I, you can only do that on, on YouTube. Correct. So, Jeff, yeah. that's only something that can be done on YouTube. So if you really want to get in and do that sometime, catch a show one night on YouTube and you can do it there. And otherwise, otherwise, i have no Facebook, how to do it. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> no otherwise, Jeff, just enjoy the show there on yeah. Facebook.
0: Yeah. Just, just, uh, we, uh, we right. appreciate it. Okay. Now, Where uh, was that Occam's Ox one. I lost it? There it is. There it was. Occam's Ox says, I hate when they're predictable. Okay. I'm going to get to that. But before we do that, there's something I really want to bring up. It had to do back with a Cam Hayward thing. Cam Hayward, he should have taken exception to people saying that that the only person fighting when Ryan Clark said the only person fighting was Kenny Pickett cuz Cam Hayward that was the one dude that was going all out every snap he was on the field i mean he's running down run plays on the sidelines 20 to 25 yards yeah. down the field yes i mean you could you saw other defensive linemen pull up
1: and cam goes flying by them and makes a tackle that's because yeah. how, how do i say this cam is it his? It's funny because I was talking to somebody about this today. Cam is at his job. How I like to consider myself at my job. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's only one way to do it. The right way. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're gonna, if you're gonna if go you're in, gonna and you're, do it, do it right. If you're gonna go in and you're gonna work. Go in and work. Yeah. That's Cam. Yeah. Yep.
0: Now, because of that, you know they talked about players giving up, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't blame the players for giving up. If any player gave up in that game, I don't blame them. You're like, Dave, what are you talking about? You want to know why? Because their head coach gave up on them first. First fourth and five, 15-yard line, down 21 points with less than four minutes left in the first half. And you trot out your field goal. Even if he makes it, it's a bad decision down that much. Now, I, I understand it's the safe call. The safe call is, hey, we needed to get some kind of points here in order to try to get something going. You can't just get some points when you're down 21 points in the first half. You want to give your team a chance, you get those seven, you do everything you can to keep them from scoring again before the half, and you get the ball back and you score another seven to start the second half. You waved the white flag, Coach Tomlin, and your players learned it from you in that instance. I'm very furious about that decision. There's times where I think he may, people give him a hard time for decisions, and I think no, it's the right one. I've talked about that onside kick in the 2017 playoffs however many times. But this one, this was a surrender play. This was a surrender play.
1: This was a let's completely live in our fears. I think I even made a comment to that point in my knee jerk on that one. Yeah. The the we don't live in our fears unless we're down 21 in the second quarter you know yeah it's yeah like, I mean that's the thing if you if is it
0: just about getting a little bit back to then maybe see if you can start improving and getting on a roll or do we got to get a lot back because we're not giving up on winning this game to me that was a give up on winning this game moment yeah. And if you're going to give up winning the game, then your players, why should they go out there and risk themselves with injury, which there was plenty of injuries. We didn't even talk about that from the time press conference. Plenty of injuries. Why should they do that if you're just going to say, hey, we're down three scores. We'll kick a field goal and stay down three scores. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's funny because then people are like, oh yeah, that's just going to show how bad. of." I'm not saying... He's a terrible coach. He needs fired. He's all to blame. But in this instance, he waved the white
1: flag as well. And in that moment, he let us. That moment came. He had he had to make a quick decision, and he made the wrong decision. Yes. And you know what? He should
0: have owned it. And in the post game press conference, when they asked him about it, he referred to the one in the second half. He ran from it. And my thing is, the best thing he could have done was to own it and say, "I went for that. I thought it was a. It was not the right call. We should have been going for the points, doing everything we could to claw back into this game and give ourselves a chance. And I made the wrong call. You know what? And that's fine. Your coaches aren't going to make the right call all the time. They're not. But to me, that one was 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 a was a call that resonated to your team and sometimes maybe you lose even worse and you know and they missed the field goal which which made it just the same thing but maybe you lose even worse but you tell your players you show your players i'm going to fight to give you a chance to win you've got to fight to give yourself a chance to win too and he didn't
1: That's
0: it. okay so and like kathy said that's it dave I'm sure he regretted it. I hope he did. I hope he I hope he said it to the team. He doesn't have to say it to us. He doesn't well, have to say it to the fans. He he
1: but made he needs it, to say it to the team. He made it obvious that he regretted it by going for it on fourth down f- four times after that. Yes.
0: Yes. He, and he, honestly. I don't blame them for for trying to kick the field goal after after they go out to go for it on fourth down and they get a false and get a penalty. Yes. I don't blame them for that one. That one wasn't going to affect the game. That wasn't going to bring them back in at all. That was like, you know what? If you guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the pedal, the the foot on the pedal, but if you guys are gonna keep shooting yourself in that foot,
1: what else are we supposed to do? Yeah. So must, but it was the first, first one. It must have shot Boz in the foot,
0: maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that's something that I have a big issue with. I just don't want to see that. You know, if it was a 14-point lead and they cut it down, I then that wouldn't have even been so bad. But oh my goodness, you were down. You were down 24 to 3. And you and, and you've got to think about this of hey, if we're fighting. You know, at that point, you should just put Mitch in the second half. You are you would already, you know, save Kenny. You would already written it off as a loss if you're gonna do that there. You can't being down that much. Okay, let's just stop that. Okay. I'm also frustrated with something else. Sorry, this is us venting. <laughs> this is Dave is frustrated. Yeah. I said,
1: but no, because you, you started this. This is your uh, frustration. Uh, okay, sure, fine. This is your my frustration. Fault. Well, my fault. Sure, go ahead. Uh, this is
0: what I get for having to edit your knee-jerk reaction article. <laughs> okay, you start this. I am so tired. One example is your third and long soft zone, okay? Yeah. I am so tired of the whole, you know what? They say it's chestnut checkers. I'm like, Coach T, I I think you're on a candy land board sometimes. You're not even playing (laughs) the same game. And that is, I don't know whether it's the coordinator, the head coach, any of it, is when you do something, you got to know that the other team is going to, to react to what you do to take advantage of that. You have to react to their reaction. And they have to react to you reacting to their reaction. And then you still got to be ready to react to their reaction to your reaction of their reaction. You've got to do that. And when you've got Robert Spillane matched up on Stefan Diggs, all they have to, they know what you're going to do, coach. And they're going to say, we're going to, if we do this, this is what they're going to do. And then you do that. You are feeding right into their hands. I know you want to say something about this.
1: It It is supposed to be a game of cat and mouse. And it's more like a game of cat who ate the mouse. Mm-hmm. There's no chase. Yeah. There's no game. There's nothing else. Just the mouse tail sticking out of the cat's mouth as before he swallows it. Yeah, we're making it too easy for other teams. We're not making them work. I mean, I don't know why we just don't handle the playbook for the game. At yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they've seen enough to know, oh, we do this. We see this. This will be open. Look at that. It's open. Yes. It's this.
0: Okay, and now for some people, you know, I'm giving Coach Tomlin a hard time, but remember, there are there are strengths and weaknesses to coaches, and that should have been a strength for Coach Tomlin. You know why? He inspires. That's what makes him a good coach. And I'm still saying he's a good coach. What makes him a good coach is he inspires, and that was about the least inspiring move that they could be. Now back to back to what what you were saying, Jeffrey Benedict. But got a lot of respect for Jeffrey. Something that he was, he likes to say about the great defensive coordinator, Coach LeBeau, Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau, great defensive mind, great coordinator. But the longer his defense was being implemented and the more the NFL evolved, it evolved past his defense. It was out there for so long that people saw it and knew what they could do you've got to constantly be updating what you're doing or you're going to be that predictable team and i feel right now the Steelers are predictable whether that's on 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 let's just say this what they can do with their players or whether it's on the coordinator or whether it's on the head coach because i also have to understand there could be this is a young offense it might be that there's only so much they can do the, this is a banged-up secondary. It might be there's only so much you can do. But the other team knows exactly what you're doing, then don't do that. Please don't do that.
1: I, I think the teams have figured out the Tampa, too. Yeah. You know, everybody talked about Buddy Ryan's what, what, 86, whatever it was, defense or whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. But if it was so great, why is it not around still? Because after a while, mm-hmm. people figured out how to attack it. Yeah. yeah. So then you got to do something else. You've, but innovation. Thank you, Mr. Woodside. The 46. Mm-hmm. The 46? The Yeah. The 40, Buddy Ryan's 46 defense. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah innovation the problem is with innovation it still gets new things get old right so you got to
1: so, have new things so you're you're a great defensive coordinator and you come up with this great defensive scheme it's mm-hmm. fantastic two years from now you better have evolved it yeah or you're not going to have a job as a coordinator yes
0: and that was the thing. Like Matt Canada's scheme was supposed to be different and stuff that teams hadn't seen. Well, even if they hadn't seen it, if if you know what they're if you know what you're going to do, then you just set up to stop it. So and with us as fans so many times we can predict what defense they're going to run on third and long, right? We can predict what they're going to do on an offensive play based on the down distance and personnel they put on the field before they even run the play. Okay. Shock me, surprise me. I just, I, that's what I loved about the slash era. You know, what Cordell Stewart out there doing Weird! You never knew what was coming. You never knew. You never coming. knew what was coming, and I—that's—that's I, I, that's the thing. And I was hoping maybe with Kenny Pickett it'll be exciting. Next, you know, he's ducking around, making plays that you don't expect. Ben Roethlisberger, maybe Ben Roethlisberger was so effective going off script because it was a terrible script. <laughs> you know. They, you know that 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 was the one thing you couldn't factor in, Ben going off script because then things weren't happening that you were expecting to happen. And then when Ben had to start throwing the ball so fast, there was no opportunity for him to go off script. And that's why that changed at the end.
1: Whew. yeah,
0: all right we've i've I've been going off. I want to make sure you have enough to stay here. We've got to turn to this week because you know what? they like I said before, they ain't canceling it. They can't say, you know what, the Steelers—they're not—they're—they're—they're they're, they're not doing good. We need to call this game off. You know what? They're still got to go to Acushur. They still got to run out of the tunnel. They still got to do all they can to take down the Ageless Wonder, as Coach Tomlin uh, referred to him today. Um, the show's got to go on. Before we get into, to, to say it a little bit about that and anything else you want to say about the stuff we just said about, about change oh and inspiring your team or anything. I, I don't want to, I don't want to go on if there was one more thing you wanted to say.
1: If there were a couple things that I saw that could inspire the team. Mm-hmm. And I think, and we've brought it, it's been brought up a little bit, but we haven't talked about it here a little bit. Was. I love James Daniels' reaction when Kenny oh. Pickett got hit on that slide. Mm-hmm. Now, what I also love is that wasn't a flag – but we saw a roughing the passer flag in the game last night when the guy got called. The guy that got called for it was actually holding the football when he. Got How can he it. keep from holding hitting a quarterback
0: when he's trying to recover the ball? So they're
1: basically saying, don't
0: recover, recover the, ball. the ball, protect the quarterback. No, he first. could have <laughs> argued that the quarterback was tackling him. He was yeah, holding the. Yeah. Like I say, I, I think someone said that was the. First, <laughs> I don't know if it's really true or not. That was the first ever roughing the passer penalty called on a player while possessing the ball. Yes. <laughs> and the, I'm sorry but the one that called on Brady was worse. I thought
1: that one was worse. The one on It Brady was less was, rough. Was yes. Was worse. And yeah. and then I love cuz I saw this on I don't even remember what site I was on today. You know that Troy Aikman is now facing a huge backlash over what he said because but was
0: it about the dresses?
1: Yes. <laughs> Although I am seeing a lot of people see, on on that I read this article, and a lot of people were commenting on it and say, of course, leave it to the media to turn something in that everybody that's a football fan is probably sitting there and agreeing with Troy Aikman. Yeah, but
0: yeah, but yeah, I mean when a quarterback thinks that's weak,
1: it's yeah. it's kind of weak. It's you know? kind of weak. I mean and anyway, it was nice yeah. to see James Daniel hop, oh, in, goodness, and yeah. hop in and Daniel hop in and do that for him. and then for K to, to stick I, up for himself, too. To stick up for himself at the end of the game when he didn't like the person coming in at him low. It, it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? It was nice to still see some fire in in a couple of those guys. That, mm-hmm. that tells you that, that, yes, the Steelers aren't playing well right now, but there are some guys on that team that you can still see the fire burns Yeah, inside them we just need to hopefully spread that fire into Mm -hmm. a few more guys and and see if we can't start to turn this around.
0: Yeah. So Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, there's, it's, it's the, the Steelers, they're ranked really bad in a lot of stuff. I covered a lot of this on stat geek. If you didn't check out that podcast, make sure you're checking out our audio only audio only side. I, I broke down the matchup between the Steelers and the Buccaneers with their rankings. Like I, like I normally do. But also, I talked about what happened to the you know, three things under Mike Tomlin that had never happened before All with all three in one game. Lose by 30 points or more, score less than seven points, and give up more than 500 yards of offense. They had not done those three things all in one game. But I looked at those three things individually and how the Steelers responded the next week. And especially the one with only scoring three points, they responded well. But my question is, was that a Big Ben thing or was that a Mike Tomlin thing? Right, Mike Tomlin, I'm saying it right now. Your team, I'm not saying that the Steelers have to come out and play flawless. I'm not saying that they have to come out and suddenly be this great team. If that's just not, I don't know. They have the personnel to do that, but they need to play inspired. Yep. If nothing else. They need to play with fire. I want play hard I see, as I say on, on the preview. I want to see inspired football. Be inspired, okay? So, whew, Rich, tell us we're getting to it. We got to finish up. We're going to go way over again. Sorry, sorry, bad. I've been blowing this like for the last two months. Do you have your score ready for this week?
1: I do. Okay, okay. And then we'll get to the live chat with it. All right. Um, I'm going to just give a real quick synopsis of what I could see going okay. on here. With Remember, of live chat, don't put support. your score out there yet. It so come soon. What what I could see is this. Right now, I'm not particularly impressed with the Buccaneers' offensive unit. Mm-hmm. I I do not feel that they are as dangerous as they once were. Minus. Right now, one person who has been known to be a Steelers killer, yeah, and it is not TB twelve. Mm-hmm. It would be one Mister Leonard Fournette. Yeah, okay, but he hasn't been doing that great this year. <laughs> until but he's a Steelers game. killer <laughs> until until yeah. the last game. He had a really good. He had he played the best on their offense on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um. So if the defense shows up much at all, they could keep the scoring of this game down, which they have to do for the Steelers probably even to have a chance. Because as much as I feel that the Buccaneers offense is a little down this year, their defense might be, yeah, so far their defense might be playing some of the best football I've seen. Outside of that Kansas city game. (laughs) Yeah. Correct. (laughs) Correct
0: just throw that out as a one off.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I actually feel this game's going to be fairly low scoring. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to to say that we get some of that fire from the Steelers. I I just in the end though don't see that we have quite enough to pull this off. I'm going Buccaneers 20, Steelers 17.
0: All right, 20 to 17 Buccaneers. Now, when you put your scores in there, if you don't see a team, we'll assume it's the Steelers. Um, if if you're saying that it's the Bucks, make sure you put that, you put your scores in. We'll bring them up, we'll read through them we'll to finish <laughs> off um f- finish off the show. Here comes everyone. And who gives us okay? Occam, Occam,
1: Occam. I'm not gonna
0: bring it up. But he said he's going with pain again. Yeah, you know what? That was pain on Sunday. Ouch. <sighs> um, so here we go. But who gives us the first number? We've got Kathy. Kathy Ford says 14 to 13 Steelers. Okay. Uh, Steel Dog, 88. He has 24, 21 Steelers. And then says, I know you won't read this. <laughs> but you know what? I want to see Kenny Pickett throw his first touchdown pass. Okay. Uh, Thomas Riley says 34, 13 Tampa. Um Brick Quest says 17, 24 Steelers. Okay. Steeler Chick 46 says Bucks 24, Steelers 14. Uh, Mr. Woodside says Bucks 23, 17. Isn't that what? No, you said 20 to 17. 20. So I was going to say that was pretty close. Um, John Funker says 27, 24 Steelers. All right. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says 23, 20 Steelers. Okay. Um, Fraser Jerry says 30, uh, bucks 38. <laughs> just go with a repeat fine. from last yeah, week. Just, yeah. Okay. Um um Devin Logan um says uh Steelers 14 bucks 28. Um Great 103 says 34. Wait, did it come up? Yeah. 3417 bucks. Uh, George Teston says 2417 bucks. Mark Malone says 4510 bucks. Um, Craig J. Lawson says 24-20 Steelers. Mike Barrett says 24-10 uh, Steelers. Rod Nizer, uh, no wait, whoa, whoa, 24-10. Sorry, 20, Bucks 24 Steelers 10. There you yeah, go. I, I said the last word without saying the middle one in between. Sorry about that, Mike. I got gotcha. you. Thank you for fixing me, Rich. Rod Nizer says Bucks 28 Steelers 10. State of the Steelers.
1: Great job being Big Bro last week. Wasn't it great? Thank, thank you for <laughs> filling in. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, um, it was much appreciated. Yeah, make make sure you're you're
0: catching his show on our network, on our audio only network, uh, on Saturday mornings. And he does have his own YouTube channel for other content. He has twenty seven twenty (laughs) Steelers. I kind of like what he said there. Uh, Ryan Jefford says seventeen fourteen Steelers. Okay. Um, NBA Crypto Boy says twenty four. 17 bucks. I'm having to slow down or i am screw these up. I, I feel like I messed them up. Uh, John Walter says 2810 Buccaneers. No one you know. Says 3113 bucks. Uh, Reginald River says 2421 Steelers. Demetrios says 4110 bucks. And then a frowny face. Yeah. I, any Steelers fan that's taking the bucks, that's how you feel. You're just kind of like, I don't want to say this, but this is what I think is going to happen. You know, uh, JJ Kennedy says Steelers 3517. Mark Tobin says 2410 bucks. Myrna um, Jane and Burt, is it? I always mess that up. Did I say it right? I Mer- hope so. Is it Myrna or Myrna? Myrna. I'm not sure. Um, oh, wait, um, 30 to 17 bucks. They're in here every week, and I still didn't get the name right. Okay. Aloha for um, uh, <laughs> um, Israelite acquiring knowledge says Bucks, whatever they want, Steelers 13. Sherry Richards. <laughs> I was waiting for Sherry. Bucks 23, Steelers 16. Uh, even even Sherry's off the Steelers winning. Uh, Randy Wagner says, Bucks 32, Steelers 9. It's like, this time they're going to hit the field goals. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, David Eugene Douglas says, 30-17, Steelers. Um, I, I, I love the optimism, I have to say. Thanks for being Joe. 27-10, Bucks. Um here we go. Dusk Thunder 9 says 1728 bucks. Tyler W says buck 16. Steeler 17. He's going with the W. Um, um what is it? Um I can't get this wrong. Matt's
1: Matt Govco,
0: okay, or Matt Stofko. Okay, yeah. The S is with the other part. Okay, uh Steelers for Tom Brady 28. Um, outside Steeler fan says sadly it's 27, 23 bucks. Um, uh let's see here. What do we got? Yeah. Sworn Eagle says bucks 24-3. See that three is what bothers me. The- you got to bounce back on offense. You got to bounce back and put, put put points on the board and end up in the touchdown zone. Jerry Cherry Band says 25 11 Steelers. 25 11. I'm, I'm, is, there, is that a reference to something? I have no idea. I'm, I'm trying to. Uh,
1: I was, was, I've been sitting there for a while. The, I, saw that, I saw Jerry Cherry throw that one in there and I've been trying to think of no, what that wasn't. When
0: yeah. I think of Tampa Bay Buccaneers and 11 points, I think of the infamous. Uh, Bert, was it Bert Emanuel catch um, oh. when it was Tampa Bay and, and the Rams, and he caught the ball, but because the, the because the the ball touched the ground, he was catching it like this. It was completely in his hands because the ball touched the ground first because it was the first the lowest thing that he had, but he never lost control. They called it incomplete. And, and that was like a 15 to 11 game. It was something crazy. That's where the 11 of the Buccaneers comes in, in my mind. Sorry. All right. Uh, Chloe O'Neill says Steelers 24, Buccaneers 17. Um, um, Haas H says 28-7 Steelers. Um, Dar- I missed it here. It, it, it just glitched on me. There we go. Dark Storm oh, sure. 1, 24-13 bucks. You say, you know, just, just guessing. Harvey Stone Jr., Steelers 23-20. Uh, Danny Owens Jr. says Steelers twenty three bucks seventeen. Have we ever read these many scores before, Rich? Oh, no, uh, that's crazy. a lot
1: of scores rolling in here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the I don't do. Uh, I'm yep, not sure. There's, there's another one. There's one more. Oh wait, but um, I saw nineteen ninety nine. Mr. Woodside, that was that game. Yep, yep. I remember that now. Um, that's because I was a big.
1: Jason M. Yeah, there
0: it is. Jason M. Kennard, thirty four nine Buccaneers. They already have one because that picture looks familiar. Maybe they don't no. know. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is.
1: There you go. You got to get this one.
0: Oh, Faustina. Regular. What's that?
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Ah, there we go. Faustina Flores, $34.17. Alfred. Alfred, 38 2 bucks. <laughs> Jerry Cherry Band again. Steelers zero. Steelers Nation 100 yeah okay uh artist Hines says zero zero tie and patricia castaneda says 21 17 Steelers. if anyone other ones comes up there my goodness
1: yeah we gotta, the we gotta wrap it reading
0: scores i gotta get to it sooner that's the problem you guys are great it's great the live chat coming in um giving oh. us everything you got sorry you i don't want what? to put on a rant but there, no. there's, just, there's plenty of stuff to talk about
1: look you were ranting. I was keeping an eye on things coming through in the, on the live chat. People were over there ranting. Can I just say that I really feel like a lot of us needed to get that off our chest?
0: Yeah. To move on to the next week.
1: Yeah, we did. It's like yeah. I, I can't even think about the next gate till I got my frustrations out on this. Instead yeah. of so get on here tonight and be able to get some of that frustration out, now it's time to say, okay, got that out. Let's set it aside. Now we got to move forward. Yep. So
0: on, on to Cincinnati.
1: <laughs> on to Cincinnati.
0: No, come on, that's the infamous Bill Belichick. Oh, We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. We're sorry. on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> you're you're trying to do your Bill Belichick. You sound more like Shaquille O'Neal. Ha! <laughs> uh, <huh>. i <I'll> <laughs> Yeah, no. You get to yeah. get out of here. You gotta just get it. Yeah, you're just real low tone, very mumbly. Not yes. so much air, Just <laughs> let it go like
0: that. Rich, we gotta. We gotta
1: end this. We gotta uh, go. I, we do.
0: So I've already done my spiel about listen to the other shows. Um, Jeffrey's supposed to be back for know your enemy tomorrow night. Hopefully everything's great there. Um, check out everything. If you honestly, if you're here on YouTube or Facebook and you have not listened to the audio shows, you are missing some really golden stuff. Um, if nothing else. Join in the, the ride or die crew. Uh, listen to Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Um, but there's so much good stuff in there, even if you got to ease yourself in. It's, I know, and some of you, you're like, I don't want to listen to more Steeler stuff because this team got me down. I get you. But you know what? We can enjoy, just like tonight, we can enjoy the misery together. Rich, what do you have to say to... to, to you know some?
1: what? I, I'm going to say to some of you out there, thank you for sharing the misery together because as I put it in my knee-jerk reaction article during the game is I don't get the option to turn away from the game if it's really bad. Kyle said, okay, I've seen enough. I'm headed out. I don't get that option. Okay? No. Um You can always rest assured then that you're going to then show up here on Tuesday night and if you had times where you had to just turn away I'm going to understand because there are times I would like to turn away but I can't um sometimes I wish I were you (laughs) (laughs) um but you you know what the the one thing if you all are like me is I'm going back right as bad as last Sunday was this Sunday at one o'clock I'll be sitting on my couch the game turned on my computer stuff set up so that I can do the knee-jerk reaction article and the Steelers are going to be on the TV win or lose which I always hope for the win but win or lose I'm going to be there can't wait